This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. That would, it would almost certainly be a first, and the Jets have to almost be praying that it's a first. Yeah. Because if yep. it's not a first next year, well, then that's a disaster. And, and look, I, I thought that this was the right way for the Jets to go. It's clear that they made up their minds that this was the way to go. But it's clear to everybody, this thing can go wrong in a thousand different ways, mm-hmm. and there's only one way that it can go right, and that is getting to and winning a Super Bowl. And you might only have one crack at it. That's not good odds. No. <laughs> to have one shot. Yeah, so and, that's... And, 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 you know, if it's not a first-round pick next year, that's a sign that he did not play in 11 games, basically. That's what, mm-hmm. a, that's what 65% of the games is. I know it's based on snaps, but... You figure if he plays in less than 11 games, the chances of the Jets having a really good year are not really great. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a really good year this upcoming year, by the time that pick is made and, and the Jets are watching that pick be made, I would think that there's at least a chance that somebody else is the Jets GM while the Packers oh, yeah. are making that pick. And coach. Very well. <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be house cleaning time. Absolutely. Whole staff's gone. And, and you know what? It would be, in a way, if that if if he only plays if he misses that many games, it means that he got hurt. Yeah, and and that that's not the coach's fault. No, no, <laughs> and no. That's this not the GM's this fault. is if this goes wrong, this is much more on the organization. Yes. I you know uh, Joe Douglas than it is on the coach. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know the coach the coach is basically blameless. And he's, he's yeah. you know they brought in the offensive coordinator, they brought in the players, the GM, and the and the organization said this is the way we're going. So it's it, to me, this is all on on Joe Douglas. Now I, I think I think he's going to be really good. I think the Jets are going to have a really good season. But I'd be lying if I said that I, there's no way this this could go wrong. No, this could go wrong. There's a lot of oh, ways could. this could go wrong. Oh, there's no question about it. It could. Now, hopefully, if you're a Jet fan, Gordon, you you have to you're you're looking at this positively. Hey, we got yeah, a quarterback. Of course. All right, we're we're ready to go. We're rolling. We're gonna we're at least the least thing is. At, at worst, worst, being positive, Gordon, at worst, we know that we will be able to say to have somebody else take on the role of the longest team without a playoff run in the four major sports. That, that's the first thing they're thinking about. Get, get us into the postseason. And then, you know, it, it's any, then you roll the dice because anything can happen in the postseason. Anything. Anything can happen. But you got to be in it to have a chance. Yeah. And, and, and look, if that first-round pick next year – is the the last pick in the first round? It works. Jets fans will sign for that right now and every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's get some thoughts from the fans. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's start out with uh, Josh in Columbus. Josh, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey guys, how are you? Hey Josh. So, I'm not a Jeff fan. I want to preface it with that. I don't think this would be as doom and gloom as what happened this past year in Denver, but I think we need to pump the brakes on Super Bowl or bust. There, we have an unproven coach, a receiver room that's pretty similar to Denver, a defense that's pretty similar to Denver, and an older quarterback who's not necessarily coming off of his best year. I think the Jets are going to be in the playoff hunt. I think they're probably tied for the second-best team in their division, but let's pump the brakes on Super Bowl or bust. There's a long way to go before I'm ready to say that's going to happen. Well, I hear you, Josh, and, and thanks for the phone call, but that's that's management's talking. 
<laughs> right? The, yeah. That's what management's looking for. That's their goal. That's why they did all this. Because if, you, if it were simply let's get to the playoffs, there were a thousand ways you could have gone that would have been uh, easier to do, would have cost you less. Uh, went down a car. Yeah, and, and would have given you a, a much longer window of opportunity. The Jets might only have one year. That's yeah. why it has to be more than just playoffs or bust. It has to be Super Bowl or bust. Absolutely. Walter's in White Plains. What's up, Walter? Thank you. Uh, look, the Jets are like serial killers of quarterbacks. And for some reason, I, I just, I'm not convinced that this is a great play on them. I, I can't see this guy, you know, he's 40 years old. We gave up a lot of picks. Mind you, yeah, we got a, a first round pick back, but I'm just not convinced, man. It seems just like the, the Brett Fall situation. And we still, I don't even, I'm not convinced with their line and Hall. Is he going to be the same runner? Tell me, guys. Well, you know, what should I think? I'm, I've been a Jets well, Walter, fan what since should, what should they Matt have Robinson done? and oh, Ted I got it. Richard I got Todd. It. I hear you. I hear you. So tell Walter, me. But Convince Walter, me, guys. We, we, can, we can agree <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers is better than Matt Robinson. He's better than Richard Todd. He, he's better than most any of the quarterbacks you've had start on the center for the team for as long as you can remember. Okay, we, we can agree with that. So my question to you okay. is, what should they have done? What was their other option? What's their, uh, what's, what's their line like? Tell me. They, they signed the, the center. I'm not, I'm not really convinced. They can't run up the middle with this center. Okay? They re-signed them. Well, uh, they've also signed other people. They brought in other offensive linemen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that the offensive line is going to be great. I still have the 15th pick in the first round, which it seems like a lot of people think they'll take an offensive lineman there as well. That's that's what I thought we were going to have with these picks, offensive linemen and and, and pass rushes, and that's what we need. And, uh, you know, and then I I don't know. I I understand what you're saying to me. A four-time MVP. Yeah, but I'm saying, I, what was your believe other option? Me. So uh, here's here's my question I, I, to you, Walter. Would you have? Would it it should have been. It should have been. Roger Carr. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Dave Carr. So you would. It should have been Dave Carr. You'd have rather had Carr Derek. than Rogers. Derek Carr. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Totally. All right. I, I completely. Thank disagree. you, guys. Derek right, Carr Walter, to me does not the move call, the needle. Uh, nah. Derek Carr had more on offense last year with the Raiders than he would have had with the Jets this year, and and they didn't make the playoffs. So um, I, I get what you're saying. I, I'm not going to try and portray it as if there's no downside to Aaron Rodgers. Clearly, there's downsides. There's a mm-hmm. thousand ways that it can go wrong. Absolutely. But if you want to swing, if you want the big swing, this is the big swing. And listen, they they were forced in this situation because they picked the wrong quarterback two years ago. No, I mean, there's no question that that much we know for sure. Yeah, if they hadn't picked if they hadn't picked the wrong quarterback, they wouldn't, we wouldn't have this conversation now. They'd be taking all that money that they're spending on the quarterback and bringing in Aaron Rodgers and supplementing all the other talent at at, at any, you know, any other weak spots uh, on the team. So you're going to go out and sign a big time offensive lineman. You could go sign another pass rusher or another defensive player, but they can't do that because they need that money to go sign uh, to bring in the quarterback who's making a a boatload of money because you blew the second pick in the draft. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose? 
Oh, good morning. Oh, man. <laughs> In the, uh, <laughs> I'm actually very kind of happy with the, with this finally being over because we've waited so long for this, haven't we, guys? Yeah. So um, the concern that I have is, you know, I, I looking at the totality of this trade because I just don't look at this from, you know, from this one isolated trade because – the Elijah Moore trade does go hand in hand with this deal. And I've never seen two deals where Joe Douglas, it looks like gotten totally fleeced from both organizations. So that's why I'm just chalking it up to definitely Woody Johnson being the negotiator and getting this done behind the scenes, because I, I just really, there's just, there's just way too many. I just feel like they just gave up way too much for, for Aaron Rodgers, who is 39 and, may only give us one year um hoping that everything turns out well to me this is super bowl or bust no matter how people portray it because at the end of the day yes it has been 12 years that we haven't um been to the playoffs but it's also been 12 years since we were one game away from the super bowl so i look at it that way as well (laughs) all right jose one other thing i heard through the grapevine you went to your first nick game yesterday take me through what that was like the first Nick playoff game, and yes. I will say this, fantastic. Everything as experienced, it was awesome. Taking, Seeing how crowded 7th Avenue was was amazing. It was everything is great. And to see, like, some of the people that, you know, to run into some of the people, to the crazy characters that you see on social media is kind of hilarious, too. <laughs> All right, Jose. Glad you had a good time. Thank, th- thanks for checking in. Gordon, look, we're not going to sit here and say that um, this was a great deal, okay? Because as you mentioned, a bunch of things could go wrong. But the Jets put themselves in this position. Mm -hmm. And so they went out, look, Woody Johnson wanted him, Woody Johnson got him. My concern here is, for me, and listen, once again, if they win, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody will care. But I would not have given up a first round. I th- I think that's almost a deal stopper, Gordon, to upgrade to a first round pick, unless once again, unless it is quote retired unquote protected, or they have a conversation with, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers who says, no, I'm 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 playing next year. I'll give you two years, you know, unless they know something, all right, because he could still change his mind going to you know. It, just, it doesn't work out here. He's miserable. He decides, ah, you know what, quit. I, I don't want to be bothered. Then you end up with a first-round pick. So it's it's high stakes, boy. It's it's high stakes poker. They're at the big boy table in Vegas. And they couldn't walk away. I mean, you got the GM going on stage at, at, at team events talking about where he's going to be here. You got the players talking about we're going to get Aaron Rodgers. They were in too deep. So re- remember, when it became clear that Rodgers was coming here and he had the intention of playing – there was a huge question. Who's got the leverage? Packers got the leverage. Mm-hmm. Jets got the leverage. Who's got the leverage? Based on what the Jets gave up, it seems pretty clear the Packers had a little bit more leverage than the Jets. Yeah, because their owner wanted him badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what the owner wants, the owner gets. It's very simple. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls are next on 98.7 ESPN. Can you say Super Bowl? Sure you can. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. It's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood now, Gordon. It is. 
And if you can't say Super Bowl, can you say resume? <laughs> I knew you could. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you'll be saying job. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Job. Well, look, As you in, know, I need it, one. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it, it is, is exciting. I'm not a Jet fan, but uh, I mean, think about the last before this past season, the five years prior to that. At this time, Larry, what were we talking about? The, the draft. draft. Right. And we were talking about it since Halloween. <laughs> That's right. So this, I get it. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers a lot before he got here, but it's it's much better to be looking forward to the season than looking forward to the listing of names that are going to be read here later in the week. And I love the draft. Any football oh, yeah. fan loves the draft. Mm -hmm. But it's better to have it be the way that it is right now. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Let's head back to the calls at 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Gordon, let's, let's go to New Haven. Let's talk to uh, Simon. Now it's time for another edition of A Walk-Off by the Gavel Man. Simon. He is a gift from God. Says. I said it was a bad idea. Hi, Simon. It's not a bad idea. I, I, I'm the man who tells it like it is. We okay. have got to get rid of Boone. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying this. We have got to get rid of him and okay. this lack of offense here. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's like watching the Mets. Now I know how Jacob Degrom feels. No run what, support. Come on, Simon. Now. Simon, the what only, would you have Aaron Boone do differently? I I get rid of him. I don't know. Okay. What to no, do with I know Aaron that. Boone. I know. I, I realize that. But what would you have him do differently? Say tonight. What What was it about Boone tonight that you say that's his fault? Well, he should have taken out Hicks and put the other guy in. Um, um, Who? Um, um, Higashioka. He knows how to hit. Higashioka. So, so I mean, this, this is where we're at now. Pinch hitting Kyle Higashioka for 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 Aaron Hicks. You you don't well, think well, that maybe this is more on the person who put the team together than the person who is sitting in the dugout watching the team? Well, well Cashman doesn't care about anything on this okay, team. I mean, I mean Cashman's a schmuck. All right, but don't you think that that's where the – I mean, like, wh who did you want Aaron Boone to to tap on the shoulder in the dugout and say, you know what, this is the guy who can go get the big hit? You, you said Kyle Higashioka. Isn't that the larger issue that you're saying that Kyle Higashioka is the guy who, who's, who you're looking to? Oh, you have Peraza, too. Okay, but even then, Peraza is a, is a first-year player who that's the guy you're looking for. You know, for Aaron Boone, and I'm not saying that I agree with uh, everything that he does, he is forced to at this point, because of who put the team together, to have a bottom half of the order that is Franchi Cordero, uh, Cabrera, Trevino, and Hicks. He reminds me of Gardner. Well, I mean, that, 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 uh, that, I mean, I mean, that, going that trio, or excuse me, that uh, quartet went uh, one you, for 12. Ooh. Oh, excuse me, one for 16. Oh. I mean, Gordon, you have, you have to understand something, right? These pitchers go out there on a nightly basis, I keep saying, and, and work their you-know-what's off. They need some respect. They need some run right, support. Right, but that's I mean, not on Aaron Boone. Down, but that's not on Aaron Boone. There's nobody for Aaron Boone to go to Thanks, Simon. and say, hey, here's our secret weapon. Now, look, I want, I want to see Peraza play on a regular basis. I, I would agree with you there. Um, I don't know where you were going to play him tonight because you had LeMayhew at third and you had uh, Glaber at second base and you had Volpe at shortstop. The Yankee lineup stinks, mm -hmm. and it stinks because it stunk last year and they didn't do anything to improve it. 
So if you want someone to blame, and I'm not saying that you don't, that there isn't somebody to blame. I'm just saying it's not Aaron Boone. The person to blame is Brian Cashman. He's done a terrible, terrible job over the last year. The days of having a circular lineup in the Bronx have are, are oh, a long they're time over. ago. There, there's <laughs> a, a lot. There's there's a circular ago. lineup. It's 0 for three. It's 0 for four. That's the circular lineup now. Oh. This this team is terrible. And you know what? You point people will point to the the injuries, and they are very injured in the bullpen, the rotation. Outside of Stanton, nobody's hurt in the lineup. Donaldson's right. hurt. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's an upgrade. I would rather have LeMayhew in the lineup on an everyday. Now, I get it. LeMayhew might get hurt. He's worn down the last couple of years. You can't play him every single day. Okay, fine. But I would rather have Le- If you gave me two buttons in front of me, I'd ra- I would hit. I would be hitting LeMayhew every single time that the button would break, Larry. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm not giving the Yankees. If anybody thinks that bringing Donaldson back to the lineup. Oh, yeah, you got um, the center fielders hurt, Bader as well. But, I, right. I, you know, I, and he is at least a legitimate major league player, mm-hmm. which is an upgrade over, you know, some of the guys that they're trotting out there on a regular basis. But if you want someone to scream and yell about, he exists. His yeah. name is Brian Cashman. Yeah. Uh, past couple of years have not been good offensively for this team. Well, Cash has not done a good job. Think He's about not. the moves that he not done a good has. Job. Any could anyone ever survive the no. moves that he's made? The Donaldson trade, which was horrible. The Montas deal, which was a fiasco. Rodon, where, where, where is he? I heard he might not be back until late June, early July, Larry. And the no, what was the number one issue last year? Hitting. Yep. Offense. Mm-hmm. And what did they do to improve that? Got pitching. Nothing. They got a pitcher who's always hurt. Who could survive that? And not only did he survive, but he got a raise. He got a he got an <laughs> extension. <laughs> got the extension. Good oh work. Oh my God. He's like the fifth Steinbrenner, Larry. Good work. Way to go. Way to go, Brian. <sighs> Thumbs up. Successful <laughs> year. We got we got swept by the Astros and embarrassed on our own field. Ah, it's all right. We made it to the postseason. Oh, right. We won 99 games. We sold a lot of those success. roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people came through the gates. What a fiasco of an organization this is. It's rough. It's, rough. it's rough. It is. No question. They're about a it. bad team. They are. I, I know this is not the topic for tonight, and I, I apologize for taking no, a okay. tangent here, but they're, they're, right. they're not a good team. They're not. And they're not getting any better. No. I mean, do I need better. to see Johnny Brito anymore? No. Oh, he my God. He did what he God. could. He's done. Oh. He did I'm what he see could. Him. I'm going to see him again in five days because of the – they have the second highest payroll, Larry, mm-hmm. in the sport. I and know. we're trotting out Johnny Brito and Aaron Hicks and, and Franchi Cordero and, and what's the – Willie Calhoun. I mean, what are we I, – I, I know the call. I know the fans see this, but – <sighs> and, and we're blaming Aaron Boone. And it's Aaron Boone's fault. It's Aaron Boone's fault that, that right. Franchi Cordero is, is hitting 174. That's right. Because he brought him here. <laughs> it's, it's, Hang in it's, there, it's partner. Infuriating. It's infuriating. Hang in there. It, it's, it's three weeks into the season. Hang in there, partner. I'll say this as well before I, I, I will move off it, I promise. Because uh, no, it, go you ahead. Know, I um, want you to vent. Vent. Uh, it, it, the the only path forward is if Cabrera and Volpe and Peraza 
turn turn out to, you know, be really good really mm-hmm. fast. Yes. Because I'm very confident that the other options of Aaron Hicks or Donaldson when he comes back, whenever that is, or, or Franchi Cordero or Willie Calhoun, that's not it. No. So unless, unless the Yankees are going to go out and make a slew of trades to improve this offense, this team is not a good team. It's not. just isn't. They were trying to do the Band-Aid with the pitching, but they didn't address the hitting, and they never do. It's they have amazing. the same problem in the postseason, and they never address it. They never address it. They don't. It's not that they don't pitch in the postseason. They don't hit in the they postseason. They don't hit in the postseason. It's been this way. I've been at the station now six years, Larry. Every October, it's the same thing. Yeah. That's right. It doesn't get any better. It does not. 1-800-919-3776. Oh, people want to talk football, little hockey action, little basketball. And Aaron Rodgers. We'll do all that next on 98.7 ESPN. He stinks! This is ESPN New York Tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. On 98.7 ESPN. Mangini. (laughs) He is here to lend a hand. Mangini. This is outstanding. He doesn't talk as much as him. This is the best Ooh. line right here, Gordon. Mancini. My favorite line. He's not a genie, he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Mancini. It's ESPN uh, New York tonight here on 987 ESPN. All oh, those days, Gordon. All oh, yes. those days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Unbelievable. Sit back to the phones. <laughs> Eric Mangini. Oh, oh, oh boy. Uh, let's go to Mark in Newark. Hey, Mark, you're next on 98.7. What's up, fellas? Mark. Mark. What's going on? For sure, for sure. I got a couple of things. Uh, my spark plugs are in well alignment tonight. Mm. <laughs> I'm not popping down the street. None of that. Um, I got a couple of things, though. Uh, it's hard to follow that depressing Yankees talk, so I'll just change it back to where I was at. Um, number one, so I'm watching the Devils play the Rangers, and uh, all I'm hearing, all oh, they're sweeping, it's over, and all of that. And then I watched the, the Devils take the lead when Hughes did his thing, and then – the Rangers scored, and, and the crowd went absolutely bananas. I mean, like, I haven't heard a crowd yell like that in a while. I was like, uh-oh, this is, we got to weather this. And then what do we do? We come right back with this cross-ice goal. And I thought the brat was a rapper, right? I mean, she was my favorite, one of my favorite female rappers. But mm-hmm. the brat got that cross-ice pass and made one of the most beautiful goals Scored this year on anybody. That thing was amazing. And the whole Madison Square Garden, you could hear a pin drop in there. I was cracking up. That was a, that was beautiful. Now, on my Jets, another happy news. All I'm going to say is this. You could talk picks. The Jets been talking picks for 13 years. Longer, really. But I'll just say 13 because that's the last time we was in the playoffs. I'm putting everybody on notice. 
with this crazy defense, with Salah's going to turn the crazy dogs loose. And then when they get, when we get the ball, <laughs> it's over. Now I'm saying it's over. The NFL's on notice. We got A-Rod, and when, with this young Jets crazy team, we're going to be smoking teams. So, so get ready for the – get your popcorn ready. <laughs> All right, Mark. You're a happy man tonight. Thanks for the phone call. Joe, if you could also flag that call for the for the file too, please. Just just keep them all keep them all nice and neat. I just I just want them. I I probably won't need them. I'm sure, but just in case I do, I just I want to know where they are. I don't like doing this. I'm going to do this, but I don't like doing this because if you use them, that means oh, it's you know my nightmare. Oh, and you know what he's going to do, Joe? It's going to be a Saturday that you're working. Right. That's when the first time we're going to do it. <laughs> it's going it's to be, be a Saturday, Saturday two thousand. Yep. You know, I would say. Uh, January of 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe. That late, huh? Oh, an optimist. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I can wow. be optimistic right now on April 24th. Absolutely. Rob's in Massachusetts. Hey, Rob. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Uh, Gordon, I just want to say before I talk about the disgusting effort at Madison Square Garden tonight, I agree with you 100%. Brian Cashman should have been out of his head a long time ago. I'm sick and tired of him. And it's amazing for the payroll day they have, all the crap they have on this team. blows my mind. I agree with you. I have been watching Ranger hockey guys for 50 years. That was the most disgusting effort I've ever seen in a playoff game in my life. I mean, you talk about being outcoached. I mean, the Devils were playing a 1-2-2 the entire game after they led the game, and the Rangers had no effort. There was no forechecking. There was no backchecking. There was no effort. I mean, the Rangers should sit down and watch the Boston Bruins. Every time somebody gets the puck, the Bruins are on them like pigs on crap. Their back-checking stunk tonight. Their effort stunk tonight. They can't win a face-off. I don't understand how you come in, you're in your building. After scoring 10 goals in their building, you score two goals in your own building. You play with no effort. There's no physicality. I mean, what the hell was going on tonight at MSG? You got, can, you, can you explain this to me? Different goaltender, more confidence in the Devils. It came too easy, my friend, Robbie. It came too easy for the Rangers in those first two games. Gordon, they made the change of goal, and it was it was a totally different game. Two nights in the, two two games in a row, and now if you're the Devils, you're feeling pretty good going back home because you you're confident. You got a new goalie in. You've changed the momentum. You're feeling good right now. And it seemed like when they made the change of goaltender, the the general reaction, and I don't know because again, I'm not the hockey guy. It was. Mm-hmm. The previous goal, it wasn't really his fault, but they were just trying to shake things up and, mm-hmm. and, and just look for a spark. Yeah, Safe to say they found a spark. Safe to say they sure did. Uh, let's go to Jay Legacy in Jersey. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, my brother? How you doing, Larry? Uh, I just want to talk about the Jets. I know about the Rangers and, and the Yankees tonight. Tough loss, tough losses. Uh, I just want to ask you a question. Um, how do you think Aaron Rodgers, if, if healthy, will fare, how do you think he will fare with his stats versus uh, Fitzpatrick, which gave us, you know, uh, pretty much the best quarterback season we could ask for. Uh, how do you think, you know, the the that comparison is going to be coming this year? And also, real quick, if you will let me, let me just shout out the biggest Jets fan I, I know, Glenn Rivera. Thank you so much. All right. No problem, Jay. Um, I have a lot of respect for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Aaron Rodgers is far better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, Gordon, you can weigh in as well. You know, he played for your guys as well. Right. Um, Covering him, he was, you know, he had really good receivers. He had a fabulous year. But once again, the thing with him, 
And it, it's really sad. But Gordon, in a big game, you can count for him to have a big-time turnover. And he did it in two games with the Jets, the two they needed to win, mm-hmm. both of them against Buffalo and their former head coach, Rex Ryan. And he couldn't, he couldn't pull out a win for them. He had turnovers and other things. So he, he, he's, he's a journeyman quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is not a journeyman quarterback. No, no. Even at 40, he's not no. a journeyman quarterback. He should be far better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, Aaron Rodgers had a, a down season for him last year, right? Everybody would, would agree that his mm-hmm. performance last year was not up to Aaron Rodgers' standards. Last year, he completed 65% of his passes, had thirty almost 3,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. If you went through Jet history, <laughs> are, how many seasons do you think would be better than that? Not many. Not many. And, <laughs> Not if, and many. if you just – now, I don't know that he's going to get back to where he was two years ago. Two years ago, he threw 37 touchdowns and had four interceptions and threw for over 4,000 yards. But if you can kind of even them out, like if you can find some sort of middle ground where he throws 31 touchdowns and has eight interceptions and throws for 3,900 yards and complete 65% of his passes, the Jets are going to have a very big season. You'll take that right now. You'd oh, sign right for now. that right oh, this right second. Now. Easily. Easily. I mean, you played last year with nobody. Really? No quarterback. You, you the quarterback None. thing was so bad, people were chanting for Chris Strebler. <laughs> Who couldn't they throw? They were chanting, please give us Strebler. Who couldn't throw? Who couldn't throw? He could run. Run he like the run. devil. Yep, absolutely. Couldn't gutted throw. it out as best he could. Yep. Couldn't throw. Couldn't throw. With all due respect to Mike White, with all due respect to Mike White, that's what you had last season. That's what you had. And you and with that, you beat Buffalo once. Mm-hmm. You you should have beat New England once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing: if the Jets are evaluating their situation correctly, they I think look at it is our defense is a playoff a big time playoff defense. We have young, skilled players who are ready to take that next step. And now we finally, the one thing that we're missing, this is what the, the, the owner said, the one thing that we're missing is the big-time quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is the big-time quarterback. So if, if they're evaluating the situation right, the Jets are in line to compete against the big, bad teams of the AFC, the Chiefs, the Bengals, whoever, the Bills, whoever you want. They look at mm-hmm. themselves now as being on that level. And yep. we'll find out. We'll find out. What does Chris Berman say? That's why they play the game. Exactly. Very simple. Wilson's in Jersey. What's up, Wilson? Hey, fellas. How you doing? How are you? Um, Hey, listen. uh, Hey, fellas. How are you? Doing good, Wilson. What's up? Hey, listen, man. uh, Saquon Barkley, um, listen, I think he completely misread the the running back market. I mean, he should have taken – the money when when the Giants tried to do an extension back last year, I think they were they were willing to give him like twelve million dollars a year. And now if he keeps playing the game that he's playing, the Giants simply gonna take away the you know the franchise tag and they're gonna say, you know what, go see if you can get some money. I guarantee you he's not gonna get more than six, seven million dollars a year. So you know what? You messed up, just buy the bullet and just do what's best for you and for the team because uh you know, hey, you should have taken the money when you had the chance. You, you, you know, he misread the, the market completely. I mean, Miles Sanders, 
got six million dollars, and he's you know I mean I love Saquon, but you know Miles Sanders is okay not not Saquon, but ninety percent what Saquon what Miles Miles Sanders does Saquon does, and you know the Giants are not gonna you know I wouldn't give him ten million dollars right now. I would say Saquon, listen, you want I give you six million a year for three years, fifteen guaranteed. If you don't want it, then go and find somebody else. See if somebody else can pay you. That's the way life is, and, you know, that's business. I love Saquon, but, you know, sometimes you make a mistake. You made a mistake. Wilson, thanks for the phone call. If he would could do it all over again, Gordon, he would run and sign that contract, that extension. Run. Yeah, because run. the thing is, is that it's not even like if he goes into this year and has some unbelievable season that he's going to do a whole lot better even next season. So it's mm-hmm. not even like it's like a prove-it year. I don't know how he could have misread. I don't know who his representation is, but they, they clearly misread the situation. Uh, they should have jumped at that when they had the chance. They didn't. It's not that much uh, of, a, of a loss in terms of per year, but it is, you know, it was a three-year deal I think they were offering. Now he's forced to play on a one-year deal. It's very difficult, and I get the frustration for running right. backs, right? He feels like he, st- he, was, he was able to stay healthy. He was a difference maker for the Giants. He was. They wouldn't and, have made the playoffs uh, without him. Absolutely, he's been a he's been a model citizen. He is a giant. He was drafted by the organization. He's done everything right on and off the field. It's very hard for those guys to get paid. It's just as simple as that. What calls next on ninety eight seven ESPN? I can't wait to hear how Dave's going to uh, speak with Rick DiPietro about this. Rick, obviously the Jet fan, um, Dave the Giant fan, and of course you know both of them. Uh, a little concerned about their hockey teams right now. Dave, a little concerned about the Rangers, and Rick, a little concerned about the Islanders, who play tomorrow night, trying to stave off elimination. Well, another Ranger loss, and maybe Rick can get Dave one of those things that uh, helps you from choking, you know, the thing that he does the ad for. Yes. I'm sure I'm sure Rick has a, a line for that. So, Because after two games, everybody said it was over. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's tricky right now. Whew, really that would be about this Ranger team. Even I know, Larry, and I know yes. nothing about hockey. I preface mm-hmm. it by saying that all the time. Yeah. But even I know the this Ranger team is geared up for 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 far more than the first round of the playoffs. They're 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 Stanley Cup or bust. Whoo! <laughs> they're, they're kind of uh, certainly Cup or more than this. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's Stanley Cup or bust. I don't. That, uh, maybe, but it's certainly more than the first round of the playoffs. It's more That's than the first round, sure. especially when you have a two zero lead. Of course, and and look like road. that the first two games on the road a two zero lead. It was like it was like the the Harlem Globetrotters of hockey. Yeah, I mean they yeah. were they were they were pulling out the bucket of confetti on the Devils those first yeah. two games. Let's yeah. do that hockey. Yeah, it's not good, not good. Say back to the phones. Uh, Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. What's up, Trey? What's going on, fellas? Trey, appreciate y'all taking the call, man. Like always. Um, Yo, 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 gee, didn't Larry sound like Joe Piscopo when he was running down the Jets' alleged wins? Didn't he sound like Joe Piscopo and Johnny Dangerously? He was like, yo, we could have had New England once. 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 Yep. Once. Yeah. Oh, classic. Classic, Michael Keaton. You, you should have won both games. <laughs> to be honest, you should have won both. But, um, 
Nah, man, you know, for the for the Jets, it's a good day, man. Now all you got to do is win the Super Bowl. Pretty easy, right? That's all you got to you know. do. That's it. All you got to do is win the Super Bowl. I'm not even going to waste no time on this, man. You know how I feel about it. All you got to do is win the Super Bowl. Merry Christmas. That's all you got to do. Now it's so easy. This is so easy to win the Super Bowl. Just add him and go. There you go. All right, anyway, um, I, I'm a little I'm a little taken aback by by Mr. Randall's uh, post game uh, antics, if you will. Did we not win the game yesterday? Yes. Okay, so it's, it's so it's our fault that he's ten for thirty eight against Evan Mobley. That's us. That's our fault. That's uh, the media's fault. No. Okay, just checking. No, um, we didn't do that. Nah, just checking, man. I thought <laughs> I thought the team won. I, I know the Julius Randall's lost yesterday, but I know the New York Knicks won. Yes. You know what I mean? I thought that was the most important thing here. Now, I mean, I mean, this is what, and you know what? For the people that don't like Julius Randle, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When it's going good, man, he's giggles and, and cookies and bubbles for everybody, right? But when it goes bad, now you want, come on, man, professionals don't do this, man. Nope. Winners, winners don't do this, and, and for damn sure, champions don't do this. So, that is what it is. Uh I like what Hart and uh, Brunson had to say after the game. You know, this is not over by any stretch of the imagination. You know Cleveland's going to come out raucous on Wednesday night. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they back against the wall. They ain't got nothing to play, nothing to lose. That's right. And, you, you know, Donovan Mitchell, he's been bottled up the whole series. He's waiting to blow. So, yes. this is going to ha- – I mean, you got to be ready for that. And the fact that we haven't played a complete game in this series and up 3-1, we should be proud of that. Don't put the carriage before the horse. And I know we're looking at other people and other injuries and everything like that and all that and other series. We need to stay focused and close these guys out on Wednesday night. I know a lot of talk talking about, but they're going to close them in six. Great teams and teams that are aspiring to get where we're trying to go, they close them out in five, man. We don't play games. This is what Mike and them, this is what they used to do. LeBron and them, five. They close you out in five. So we need to concentrate on that. You don't let anybody, thanks for the call, Trey. You don't let them back into the series. You eliminate them because you don't know what can happen. How do you know that Randall stays on the floor too long and gets hurt again? What happens if Brunson gets hurt? You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. You move, you finish him off, move on, sit back and wait and see who you play next. That's what you do. It's very simple. Because I think uh, Miami's going to face a very motivated Milwaukee team when they get back to Milwaukee being down 3-1. Because, I mean, that's the eighth seed, Gordon. Absolutely. So you know Miami, you know Milwaukee's, they, they, they're going to be ready. They're going to be ready. So if you're the Knicks, listen, take, take care of your business, sit back and wait, relax, and wait and see who you play. That's what I would do. That would be me. I'm not trying to be sick. I don't want sick. I, I want five. No. See it. It, it would be a great scene at the Garden. Yes. Well, I could, just have, I could have a great scene winning game, game one, one in the next Yeah, round. game one of round two is also going to be a great scene. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wherever I went at the garden, it's gonna be great. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to redo another round. I'm good. I'm, I'm two, two at the garden. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pressing my luck with the same team. Let me move on. Let me get rid of get rid of Cleveland and handle my business. Uh, Richard in Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Uh, fellas, as far as Cashman, one World Series in 20 years. That's all we've been in. One World Series since 2003. That that's that's way below average. So and that's the way poor. we looked against the Astros, 
we looked non-competitive. Michael Kay's always saying they were close games. I never felt we were going to win one of those games, all four of them games. Right? Didn't they look hopeless to you against the Astros? Not the series went along. They were outmanned. Not worse is right. I never thought they had a chance to win any of the games. They were terrible. Uh, As far as Aaron Rodgers, uh, first of all, who's going to be our backup? Is it going to be Zach? Or are we going to go for somebody else? Is there somebody on the roster now? Or Yes, the, it's probably the backup who was his backup in um, Green Bay for a number of years. What's his name? Tim? Tim Boyle? Tim, yeah. So he'll move up to number two, Larry? I, I, don't, I would I think don't, so. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think that they might. Uh, I don't it's know. not going to be Zach Wilson. Okay. <laughs> I know it should and, you be know, Zach you can't Wilson, blame but... Woody. He's looking at the Rams a couple of years ago, right? They got that quarterback from Detroit. And they were ready to win, mm-hmm. and they brought that guy along, right? The Detroit quarterback came to the Rams, yep. and they won. So, I mean, Woody's doing the same formula. And this guy is certainly going to be better than the, uh, the Detroit quarterback, so why not That's give it a shot? And who knows? He may stay more than one year. He may stay two, even if it's one exciting year. And, you know, I don't look at the Brett Favre experiment being bad. It led us to get Sanchez. We had three good years in a row. Those were three exciting years in a row we had. The two years with Rex and the last year with Mangini. So, I mean, we were competitive with uh, Favre until he got hurt. Yep. So, And it did bring a lot of hoopla to the Jets. It they did. were must-see TV. And, uh, you know, I don't think it could be worse than what the Nets did, right, with Kyrie, James, and uh, KD. I don't no. think it can feel as bad as that. So, I mean, there's a lot to be optimistic. And uh, what, is he going to get $60 million a year? I would think that they're going to rework that contract somehow, but I would think that he's still going to get the money that he's going to get. Gordon, see, he may not want to walk away the second year. He may want to keep playing. Well, I, I think, mean, Richard, you know, and thanks for the phone call. I think that oh, will depend on how this year goes, Gordon. Okay? If, yeah. Listen, if, 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 he, if, it, if they win the Super Bowl, yeah, he, sure. He, he or if they get back. close. If they get close this year, if they got to, like, you know, they won a playoff game, Conference they got to an AFC championship game and lost at the last, you know, the last drive or something like mm-hmm. that, maybe. Maybe he comes back for year two. But there's, but there's no way right now, even if he comes out and says, I am definitely playing two years, mm-hmm. that you can know that you're getting that second year. You're right. And even if he says he's playing right now, you, would, you still don't know if you're getting no, you have second no idea. year. I mean <laughs> – one year with the Jets has it's like dog years. Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of twists and turns sometimes, yeah. and just because you feel, would any of us been saying at this point last year that the Jets would be in the market for a quarterback? Oh, no, but to be after fair, after taking they, Zach Wilson too, they 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 do better with veteran quarterbacks, Gordon. They just do. Favre <laughs> like, was good. Fitzpatrick that's a pretty was low good. bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vinny Testaverde was good. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, they, it's they more about to... who they've drafted as the, as the, in, the, in the draft. I mean, they've spent a lot of resources on the draft. And you take a look at that Zach Wilson pick, Larry. Oh. That draft, if they would have went any other direction that's but a home that run pick. Draft. That's a home they, run draft. Oh, a home run draft. You, you could extend your career as a GM with that draft. If you hit the number two, if you, even if you took – Gordon, even if you took Justin Fields. But if, say they didn't go quarterback. If they would have yeah. added Jamar Chase mm-hmm. or they would have drafted uh, Waddle or, or mm-hmm. one, the, the offensive line or, or Mika Parsons. Yes. Could yes. you imagine a Jet defense with yes. Parsons? Oh, it's a home run draft. 
It's a home run draft. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot. There was a lot of good talent in that draft. It and, was, and unfortunately, they went with the quarterback that did not fire. <sighs> not good, not good. Or Kyle Pitts on the Jets. Yeah. Oh. Right. That was your guy last year, Gordon. That was my guy. Two years ago, I mean, that yep, was your guy. Yep, that was my guy. You wanted him for Miami. Badly. I did. Well, well, I mean, Waddle has turned out okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. But he's not. He's he's not that tight end you want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big target like that. Oh, he wanted it bad. Uh, we'll talk to a couple more folks. Talk about the NBA, Rangers, Miami, Knicks, Yankees, and the fights. All that's next on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is making his debut. Can you do a six-hour post game? 